Hi, my name is Christy Kramer, and this is Michigan Unsolved, the true crime podcast that is solely focusing on unsolved cases in Michigan. There is no case too small. My goal is to give victims of unsolved crimes the voice they deserve. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I am so glad to be here with you guys today. It is now the middle of May. I am recording this and posting this on May 19th. Um, I was very fortunate last weekend to go check out the Tulip Time Festival in Holland, Michigan, over there on the beautiful West Coast. And let me tell you, if you have not had an opportunity to check it out next year, make sure you do. It is usually, um, I believe it's usually Mother's Day weekend, but it was absolutely stunning. When I was a little girl, my grandmother had tulips planted next to her house. And they I remember them blooming every year as a young child. And tulips always make me think of her. And I guess I never really underst- never really knew how many different types and varieties of tulips there were. And to be completely overwhelmed with the sights and the smells that were in Holland last weekend, honestly, please do yourself a favor. This was, I mean, I am, I am nearly 46 years old and this was my first time visiting the Tulip Festival. And I cannot highly recommend it enough. It was just absolutely stunning. And honestly, the, the, the town of Holland itself is very beautiful. A lot of history. Um, there's just so many wonderful things to see. Um, then after that, we ended up going to Grand Haven and, and checking out the beach there. It was just a really nice couple of days. Uh, definitely if you're not from that side of the state, if you're from the Metro Detroit area, please take, take my advice and spend some time out on the West coast and really take in the sights because it is, it is really a beautiful area and who doesn't love Lake Michigan, you know? So, uh, today I am doing something a little bit different. I am actually working on a pretty big case for next week. But that case has a lot, has had a lot of attention. Um, There's a lot of information online. So there's a lot of things to compile. I was contacted by a a lady regarding a case in Vicksburg, Michigan. Now, if you remember last week, we talked about the Eric Cross case that happened in Vicksburg. And when she told me about this other case in Vicksburg, I really wanted to to cover that this week and kind of like do a follow-up because they were both in the same city. And honestly, they are both just horrific, horrific cases. But as I started to delve into it, there was literally no information on this case to the point where I was blown away because of the horrific nature of this particular case. So that really got me looking into other cases that are just astonishing. Okay. And 
the, the little information out there is mind blowing. So I'm actually, this is going to be a very short episode today. Um, I'm actually going to tell you about five, no, I'm sorry, four cases. And there is no information on them. There's no suspects. There's no leads. There's no tips. There is nothing. And it's shameful. And if you, now please, I'm going to tell you right now, if when I say these names, when I tell you these stories, if you know of anything that can get us additional information on these cases, please reach out to me on the, on the Michigan Unsolved Facebook page, because I would love to give these cases their full due attention. But at the same time, I don't feel like they should be put aside and wait for more information to come through. I need to tell you about these cases. Um, Three of them are like recent. They're not even old cases. So it's seriously heartbreaking, guys. So, so heartbreaking. So I want to make sure that I get what I can to you now. So I'm going to tell you about these four stories. And um, like I said, if you have any information, you can, I will keep you completely anonymous. But I, I'm talking, do you have detective information? Do you have insight? Anything? I will keep you completely anonymous, but let me give these cases their, their due let me give these people their voices back and let me help, help, let me tell their stories. So please, if you have information on any of these four cases that I'm going to share with you today, please, please, please get me that information. The first one I'm going to talk to you about today is about a woman named Rosie Walker. On January 30th, 2010, 63-year-old grandmother, Rosie Walker, was sitting in her car, an orange Dodge Avenger, in the parking lot of her apartment complex. It was 4 p.m. in the afternoon on Detroit's west side on the 13,000 block of West Chicago Road when she was murdered. That is it. I cannot find out how she was killed I cannot find any information. That's it. She was murdered. Nothing. She, I, it doesn't say that she was shot. It doesn't say she was stabbed, poisoned. What? I don't know. Like, I have spent so much time trying to, and I may be completely clueless and may be looking in the wrong place. So please, if you know anything about Miss Walker's case, I couldn't even find an obituary on her. Maybe I'm just losing my touch and I don't know where I'm looking. I did find her gravestone um, where I was able to confirm her age, but that's it. Where is her voice? Where is the outrage that the 63-year-old grandmother was murdered sitting in her car in front of her home, for God's sake? So please... Again, no suspect information has ever been released. Nothing. No clues. No tips. Nada. She was 63 years old. 
She was a grandmother. Stolen from her family at the hands of another person. She deserves justice. So, again, on January 30th, 2010, 63-year-old Rosie Walker, who was sitting in her car in orange Dodge Avenger, in the parking lot of an apartment complex at 4 p.m. in the afternoon at the 13,000 block of West Chicago Road on Detroit's west side. If you happen to remember anything about this case, please, please, please contact me on the Michigan Unsolved Facebook group. You will remain anonymous, but she deserves justice. Help me give that to her. The next one I'm going to tell you about is about a young man named Trishon Courtney. He went by the nickname Trey. He was working at a nursing home part-time. He had dreams of playing for the NBA. He was only 18 years old, the same age as my son. He was about to graduate from Oak Park High School that June. But on April 5th, 2018, at about 10.45 p.m., he was a passenger in a black Jeep Grand Cherokee when someone opened fire on that vehicle. This happened near Finkel and Rutherford on Detroit's west side. Guys, that's it. That's all we know. This 18-year-old boy with dreams. He deserves justice. Where is the validation of his life? He was a person. And I cannot find any information about his case. No, no idea. Like, okay, I'm assuming he, they, somebody opened fire. There were shell casings. What kind of gun was used? Who knows? I cannot find anything. So yet again, please, if you know anything about the murder of Treshawn Trey Courtney on April 5th, 2018, near Finkel and Rutherford on Detroit's west side, regarding a black Grand Jeep Grand Cherokee that was shot up, please reach out to me. Again, you will remain anonymous. This is the one here that I mentioned before where I had somebody contact me. And um, I do wish I could give more information on this because, dear God, it's hor- horrific. So horrific. But in Vicksburg, Michigan, 55-year-old Brian Berger Jr. was last seen on September 6, 2021 on Tremblay Street. Again, in Vicksburg. Vicksburg. According to... To the source, according to my source, that was close to the investigation, he had been missing for a couple of months, and he had been reported missing. People were looking for him, but again, this is a this is not. I I have no documentation on this outside of the the source that came to me, but his body ended up being found in his in the basement of his home. And he had been dismembered. Please, somehow, this is horrific. Absolutely horrific. 
And there's such little information out there. Everything I see says that he was found deceased. But I know maybe it's Vicksburg trying to keep things quiet because I know justice for Eric Cross is so big out there. I kind of feel like Vicksburg is one of those towns where you, you literally can get away with murder. Um, I... Again, please, if you know anything about this case, about Brian Berger Jr., who was last seen alive on September 6, 2021, on Tremblay Street in Vicksburg, he was 55 years old. He had family. He was loved. And somebody, come on, how horrific You must think that that's my favorite word. I say horrific so many times, but oh, geez, some of these cases. I don't even know what is more savage, the the crime itself or the lack of attention to the crimes. How are we not shouting this from the rooftop to give these people the justice that they deserve? This last one I'm going to tell you about broke my heart. They, they all broke my heart, but this one, oh. This happened in Eaton County near Lansing. April of 2021. Joseph Lescheitner went to visit his, his two children who were living with their mother. Joseph was 48 years old. His daughter Vivian was five and his son Anson was three. Joseph was found, shot, and killed. Vivian was shot and killed. Anson had been shot, was still alive. I believe he lived for a day or two before he passed away. They were found in their mother's home. She was not home at the time, and it is confirmed that she is alive, but I have not found even a name on her. Um, when authorities began their investigation into the deaths of the father and his two young children, they believed that they were looking at a murder-suicide. Now, every article that I found, every news broadcast Reddit pages, they are all talking about the murder-suicide and how this father murdered his children. Joseph lived in the UP, okay, and he would come down to Lansing, the Lansing area, like once a month to visit his kids. He loved his kids. But the police said, it's a murder-suicide, so that's what they were going to run with, and the media took off with it. Reddit posters took off with it. But the more the investigation went on, the police changed their theory. They believe that all three of them were murdered, that Joseph did not kill his children, that Joseph was murdered as well. But guess what? You don't see any news reports discussing that change. 
very few articles discussing that change. Everybody's saying that Joseph is this horrible, evil person for killing his babies. But somebody took his life as well. Joseph, Vivian, and Anson deserve justice. So, if you know anything, just like the other cases, if you know anything about the murders of Rosie Walker, Treshawn Courtney, Brian Berger Jr., Joseph Lescheitner, little Vivian Zawick, and little Anson Zawick, please, 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 please contact me. Again, you will remain anonymous. I will never use your name unless you want me to. You don't, you don't even have to have a tip. If you know of articles or anything that you can get me to be able to dive deeper into these cases, you know, I'm in the Detroit area. Sometimes it's hard for me to access. Let's say I go to pull up Lansing News a story could be buried like 30 pages deep into Google and it just, it doesn't trigger. These are all very unique names. So they should have came up fairly easily, but everything that I searched, I'm not getting anywhere. So if you have news articles or anything that you can share with me, please reach out because these individual stories or these, these four stories need their individual time and I would love to go back and revisit each of these cases and give them their own due full episode because they, they truly do deserve it. Unfortunately, these four cases with very little information are not alone. There are so many more and I will be doing some more of these mini episodes in the future you know, highlighting four or five cases just to give them the light that they deserve. Because I feel like they've been buried and not given the proper time. So please, again, anything that you know, reach out to me. I just can't even imagine. You know, I, I think about Trisha and Courtney and I think about my son. We we had an incident here uh, yesterday, actually. It may, it may have been Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. Um, so two days ago, a woman um, in just a few miles from where I live was putting air in her tire. And a man randomly came up and stabbed her multiple times and killed her. And then he went to a bus stop a few miles away and stabbed somebody there. And they finally uh, apprehended him about two miles from my job. Actually, no, just a mile. It was literally right down the street. That is all over the news right now here. I could, I could cover that. I mean, it's solved. They got the guy. But I could cover that story in a heartbeat because there's so much information. Okay, but that could literally happen to anything. Rosie Walker was just sitting in front of her, in front of her apartment in her car. 
Treshawn was just ha hanging with his friends. We got to do better. In this day and age, there's no reason that we don't have enough information on these cases to be able to help solve them because the police cannot do it alone. It takes the public. It takes witnesses. It takes faith that they will get justice. So as I said, next week, I plan on covering um, a rather large story. Um, it is heart-wrenching. It is about a child. I'm forewarning you now. Um, it is one that I have been slowly working on because when you cover, when I cover a case about a small child, especially a small child murder, um, it is very difficult for me to do. So I, I, I tend to go slowly with those. Um, so I will be bringing you that one next week. Hopefully that is, that is my plan, but I hope that you all get out, get some vitamin D, get some natural vitamin D, get out there, enjoy the sunshine, enjoy the weather. Um, even the people up North, in the UP, I know you guys got dumped on a few weeks ago. I'm hoping the weather is changing for you now. Um, but I'm, I'm looking out the window. I'm looking at the, the trees blowing in the breeze, the green leaves. I finally feel like we're turning that corner. So with that, until next time, this has been Michigan Unsolved. <laughs>